0: Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance. Thank you for listening today. Uh, This is episode 43. Uh, It's Wednesday, May 27th, 2020, and I'm going to jump right in. So the markets today, I'm recording this during lunch, um, so it's about halfway through the trading day, and the markets are kind of flat today. A lot of mixed information out there. Uh, nothing is popped too crazy today from the news that I've been following. Uh, the Dow is up 1%. The S&P is up 04 The NASDAQ is barely down, you know, down 0.3%. And the Shane Index is up uh, one69 which has been a, really, a, the Shane Index has been cruising this week. And for you guys, if you're just listening to this for the first time, I might have some new listeners Uh, Listening to this one first, the Shane Index is just uh, the performance of the index that I have put together myself coming out of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic that you guys can all follow along with. It's basically just a gut check for me to see how the guidance that I've been given is helping or really how it's performing or not performing. Uh, Another, really what's what's happening today is two stocks again, the airlines, American and United, and I will be evolving this. Today's episode is going to allude to to this a lot, but uh, currently when I started this uh, Shane Index fund for you guys to follow along, it was a really simple five-stock program, and uh, USO actually did a reverse stock split. So I only had like a partial share because of this small amount of money that I had invested. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would suggest uh, going back to that. Uh, I will link that episode in the show notes. I don't know off the top of my head which number that was where we talked about that. But so USO is gone. Uh, I basically got I got liquidated funds for the partial share I owned. So now it's just American United... Amazon, and Starbucks in the Shane Index. And honestly, that's not really a good way to diversify. With only four stocks um, and two of them being airlines, I uh, need to evolve that quite a bit. So a bunch coming. I'm going to have some big moves in the coming week or so. I'm probably going to spend the next couple days and then the weekend really mapping out my investment strategy a little further. So today what I want to do is really just talk through that Give you guys an updated sense of where my head's at now that we're uh, about to head into the month of June. It's crazy to think that we've already made it through another month and really two full months of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, there's been a ton of lessons learned. If you've been following along with this podcast, I've talked about a ton of them good and bad uh, decisions that I made with investing. And I've been trying to share this with all of you. I think. Uh, you can get a lot out of that and hopefully not make some of the mistakes that I've made. Um, but uh, exciting to say the least, um, that Shane Index, even with the USO being taken out, uh, since we did this, it's up 7%. So good. Um, tra- it's actually trailing a little bit behind most of the market indexes. So that's kind of what I'm basing it off of. If any of you are new to this, what I usually like to say is I would like my Shane Index To know that I'm, you know, doing successful uh, with this investment strategy, my goal is to always be outpacing the three big market indexes that I talk about: the S and P, the Dow, and the Nasdaq. So, if I'm outpacing where their returns are, so if they're up five percent and I'm up six, that means I'm doing better than the market average, and that's uh, that's always what I'm benchmarking against. So today. Uh, what are we talking about? I alluded to the fact that um, I really want to talk through kind of like a strategy refresh, is what I would call it. Uh, my thoughts as we head into June and where my head sits um, with what I believe you guys should be thinking about as far as in your investment strategy, whether that's changing, pivoting, anything, um, and what that really uh, means for all of you. So, um, Really, I'm going to take a step back here. So what I've been looking at, there's, and what's become very apparent over the last two months is this COVID-19 pandemic is going to last a lot longer than any of us could have ever thought. What does that mean for investing? Well, we obviously, and it doesn't matter if it's now or any time in the past or future, none of us know what's going to happen in the market. So to say you can time the market, which is one of the worst things you can try to do, is obviously not gonna work in this scenario either. And even short-term gains, I would argue, are gonna be uh, difficult, and you're, you really are gonna get into the, the sphere of gambling, as I say sometimes, uh, if you think you're gonna be able to make some bets and have some short-term gains in these conditions. Just because the news is always gonna move the market, but these days the news seems to be even more pivotal and central in the decision-making of investors. So there's a few things I wrote down that I kind of just wanted to explain to you guys. I'm hearing this a lot, and I think it's a great way to think about your own investment strategies, and it's things that I'm doing. So obviously the name of this podcast is Simply Finance. I'm trying to break things down and simplifying it, or simplify it, excuse me. And this is no different. So, when I'm thinking of investment strategies going forward, there's a few key things that I'm trying to do now. I used to think that um, you know, if you're getting into a company who has a uh, seems to have a strong growth horizon, no matter what, um, that you could you know put some money in and and potentially over if you're going to hold on to it for a long enough time, you could you know really sit on it and wait for the returns to take place. In this new environment, I'm starting to think. Through companies that number one um, they 're not going to stop business business isn't going to come to a halt um, business isn 't going to be dampened enough that it 's going to hurt uh, it's it 's not going to hurt the stock price um, no matter how long this pandemic lasts. I think having the understanding that this will probably be always be a longer horizon than any of us could have thought is an important one to keep in the back of your head. So really uh, thinking about companies that no matter if this lasts, really like until we're back up and running full throttle, whether that's three months, so the rest of the summer, whether that's six months, whether a, a second round of COVID hits in the fall like we've been talking and hearing about, and this goes on for another year. Okay, We really want to focus on companies that are still doing well in this time frame. And just to name a few, I mean, Amazon comes to mind and I talk about them until I'm I'm blue in the face, but it is true that they're honestly, they're benefiting from the COVID-19 impact more than probably almost any company out there that's public right now. Um, So companies like that, where if this goes on for a long time, uh, they're not going to be Effect, it's not going to be affecting their stock price. That's an important one to do. The next one is really getting even simpler. So during this time frame, we're all spending more time with our family. Um, if you're married with your wife or your husband, or if you have kids, um, you know, maybe even you're talking to family more now than you used to, just because we're all stuck at home and, uh, you know, people are doing more of that. So what I've tried to do and something that I think, Is a smart way to think about it. Is to you know talk to your significant other, talk to your kids. Look at the things that they're using every day. For me, things that popped out right away. um, You know, this one I I haven't fully evaluated yet, but like my wife loves shopping at uh, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, those types of places. Now, do I think in this new environment are those places going to have a long road to recovery? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, if, if they're later along, depending state by state on when they're allowed to open, that's going to have a huge impact. Um, but those are the types of things that I think a lot of people are looking forward to going back and having available to them when this is all over, when this is all said and done. Um, so that's a big one. Um, when I look at, you know, me and wife, when we sit in the evening, and we're watching a show or just talking at dinner. It's like, what are we always looking at? Uh, you know, my wife recently has become a big fan of TikTok. So TikTok, but she's also, you know, on Instagram. I tend to get on Twitter a lot. Um, you know, Instagram's owned by Facebook and you can invest in Facebook. So things like that. You know, Snapchat's another big one. If you, I've been hearing a lot that um, a lot of the kids going through this have really gravitated more towards Snapchat and TikTok. Um, so those are some tech ways you can get into investing, and I think those could be long-term plays. We've seen that people are definitely on social media; they're they're sharing this story of being being impacted by COVID more during these times than I probably ever before. So those could be great investments. Um, you know, talking to your friends like, what are they still buying, no matter what? Um, I think out of this, you know, the COVID time frame into Uh, the summer months, um, alcohol, you know, there could be a lot of brands that benefit from this because as we get out of the, you know, really tight shelter in place, um, you know, stay at home orders, we're heading right into the summer months when people want to get out and now they're going to want to get out even more than before because we've been stuck inside and stuck at home. So those could be big plays, um, you know, what are just other things I'm just, you know, reeling off a couple ideas here, but these are just the things I want you to start thinking about and want you to start kind of spinning your head around, you know, looking around. Um, You know, for me, uh, the summer months, it's not like I have a a, a stringent strategy behind this, but usually in the summer months, I always remind myself to take another look at Apple. Uh, And that is purely because their worldwide developer conference is coming up. You know, if they have big news, they're most likely going to see a stock bump, but it's also one of those companies that I'm just, I believe in long-term. They launched their new iPhones in the fall. So like getting it in, in the summer when, you know, news is on everything, but you buying your brand new iPhone. And on the flip side, I don't want to act like I know the answer to this. Um, iPhone sales could be horrible this year if the COVID crisis continues, because there's just not going to be as many people making enough money to buy a thousand dollar phone. Uh, So just things to think about, you know, I'm literally looking around my room here at this office, Um, you know, books, I don't know, are people reading more these days? I don't know. But a paper company. Um, The list goes on and on. Um, But you can really think of things like that. Uh, And then like, what are the things that you're doing more now than you were before the pandemic? And if this continues, could that be something that, you know, continues um, into our, you know, lives therein, in, um, you know, for me, I, I like to think of, you know, we're all stuck at home. I think we're buying more things online. So things like Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, um, I think those potentially are just, you know, people are using that stuff more and more. They want to be touchless. They want to not, you know, necessarily carry cash as much and be handing cash back and forth in these environments. Um, I think streaming, Right, like streaming services could be huge. Um, and I think they will continue to be huge, but as people, you know, probably out of this, I would assume places like movie theaters are gonna take a beating, right? Like, I don't think people are probably gonna wanna go sit in a dirty movie theater closer to people if they can stay at home and stream this stuff from their couch. And then the big one, and if you listen to the Corey Gregory episode a few episodes back, he used a great Saying that I'm going to reuse here, and he said, he said, you know, what are the things that, as he said, are on sale right now uh, when this economy is back? And that's that's where a lot of my mindset's been, and on this podcast, it's probably where you've heard me talk the most. And that's looking at things that, when things are back, even if it's a new normal, and we're not in the exact same space that we were before all of this happened, what are the avenues that you know, are going to be booming again. I'm pretty confident in oil. I think, you know, if the airlines take a, take a beating, yes, that's one thing. I also think airlines are a great thing to get into right now, just because I think people will go back to traveling, whatever that new normal is. Um, I think they're so cheap. So this, this is where like, even if things don't go back to normal, even if like airlines don't go hundred percent back to normal, I'm under the opinion that they're going to be better than they are right now. So like the prices today are so cheap, they're on sale. They might not go back to where they were. I'm not saying that. I honestly probably doubt that to some degree, at least for the long, long haul. But you could get in on some deals, some sales today. And so start thinking about that, whether that's oil companies, airlines, automotive. Some of those you could just start putting some money in and treat that part of your portfolio similar to what me and Corey talked about with dividends. You want to just put that money in there and let it ride, let it grow, let it grow and and really keep the strategy that that shit stuff should sit there untouched for years, years. If you're someone young in your twenties and you're listening to this and you start putting money towards those things, those types of stocks now, and you let that sit for a decade, we can come back and talk in 2030 and I guarantee that you will, and I don't want to say guarantee. I probably shouldn't say guarantee. So I would, highly, highly bet that you will have a great return by then. So there's lots of ways to think through this. Um, as you guys know, and I talk about it every episode, but there's a link in the show notes um, for the rebound tracker. I think I was going to call it the co- rename it COVID tracker. I think it makes, makes a little more sense. And it could be timely looking back, but I, over, like I said, over the next week I'm reevaluating my investment strategies I think we're at a point where it's safe to do so uh, and really recalibrate the way I'm diversifying my my and my wife's portfolio. So take a look at that. There's gonna be a ton of companies on there now that I'm interested in and we can talk through more. If you have questions, please take a look at that. Message me on any of the socials. Um, you can email me any of those things and we will we can have some dialogue about those. But I hope some of that was helpful. Just a different way to think about Um, what you should be investing in or what you could be investing in. Some of those things I talked about, like, you know, what's your wife do, what's your husband, you know, buy, what are people looking at? Like, those are probably things a lot of you have already thought of, but I thought it'd be a great reminder. Just take another step back. I think we're all caught up in this craziness still. And like, we're all kind of sick and tired of being at home. But what I want to remind everybody is that this is going to be a great buying opportunity. It still is. Um, Even if the markets have come back quite a bit from their lows, uh, we don't know what the road ahead is. So just keep plugging along. As Warren Buffett said, time in the market is more important than timing the market. So keep that in mind. All right, everybody. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Simply Finance. I'm Shane White. I hope today added some value. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. And we will be back with another episode soon. So have a great Wednesday, folks. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I have two quick notes I wanted to share with you. They're both links in the show notes. The first one is to Robin Hood. So... Robinhood is the platform that I do all of my trading on. If you are interested and want to start up with a free account, uh, Robinhood always has free trading, no commissions, no fees. Uh, By signing up with my link, you get a free stock, I get a free stock. It's a pretty sweet deal. Second link is for the Stock Market Rebound Tracker, Google Sheet, that I have given everyone for free. It's going to need a new name soon as we're almost out of the rebound from the coronavirus pandemic. But this is really just a list of the stocks that I'm keeping an eye on as the market bounces back. So if you'd like to click on that, you can get a full list of the stocks I'm keeping an eye on. And hopefully that can help drive some of your investment decisions as well. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Have a great day and we'll talk to you soon.